Amen. John chapter 5, for a few moments. What a wonderful presence of the Lord. While we were praising the Lord a while ago and were captured, I thought, you know what? If anybody is uncomfortable in this atmosphere, they're at church for the wrong reason. Because this is what church is supposed to be. Amen. (coughs) We have reduced to a great part church to a program in our little time slot. And we have failed to understand that worship has always been very personal with God. As a matter of fact, he said, if I be lifted up, if you will lift him up, he will in turn lift you up. And somehow we have to get that in. That's our priority when we come here. It doesn't matter how we're feeling. doesn't matter where we're at. doesn't matter what's going on. If we can lift him up, then he is going to lift us up. That's his promise. <laughs> and so... Worship is a priority around here. And if it irritates you, then all I can say is just come and meet me and let me pray you through so you can embrace what God enjoys most. And that's our lostness in his presence. When you, when you forget about there is a program and you're more interested in just exalting him, something powerful will always happen. John chapter five. <clears throat> You'll have to pardon my voice this morning, but uh, it is what it is. John chapter 5, I'm going to read beginning with verse number 15. If you are familiar with the fifth chapter, you know it begins with the healing of a man at the pool of Bethesda. And uh, that healing of that man created quite a stir, not only because it happened uh, in front of so many people, but because it happened on the Sabbath. And unfortunately, these great religious people had become so ensconced in their law that they had forgotten the one who gave the law. And uh, he was before them in flesh at that moment. <clears throat> Verse number 15 says... The man departed and told the Jews that it was Jesus which had made him whole. Therefore did the Jews persecute Jesus and sought to slay him because he had done these things on the Sabbath day. But Jesus answered them, My father worketh hitherto, and I work. My father worketh hitherto, and I work. Therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him, because he not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. You know, it's amazing what you can stir up when you help people understand the mighty God in Christ. (laughs) That's not my message this morning, though. I want to talk to you for a few moments about life's greatest assurance. 
life's greatest assurance. And I do not have a sermon. I, I do have a message for somebody. And I hope that you will hear it and receive it because God is going to speak to someone in this building. God bless you. You may be seated. When I read these words, I am so encouraged by what I read. I am challenged by what they stimulate my mind and my spirit to believe and expect. There's something about what Jesus said that puts a thrill in my soul because God is working even now. Amen. That's one translation of that word. He worketh even now. God, even this moment, is doing things. He is arranging things. He is orchestrating things. The word that is used there is so powerful and it is overflowing with promise. It is, to me, brimming with inspiration, worketh. God worketh. He is working. It is full of hopefulness. It is a word of encouragement. And it is certainly a a word to inspire me to believe that God is involved right now in your life. Somebody needs to embrace that right now and say that to yourself. God is involved right now in my life. Amen. God doesn't take holidays. God's not on vacation. God hasn't taken a leave of absence. He is always working. Though we may not be aware of it, though we may not even be conscious of it, God is still working out His will for my life and for your life in spite of whatever else may be going on in your life. God is active. He is operational. He is on site. You see, in the ancient Greek view, their gods lived in a distant Olympus and they pursued their own pleasures and they were aloof and not concerned much about the affairs of men. And then along comes the deist of the 18th century that believed in God and believed that he was a creator But they believe that once he created, he stepped back and then let it just take its own order and work out itself at its own pace. And he is made to be one who is distant and aloof and a God who is unconcerned. But that is not the biblical view of my God. Because my God is an ever-present help. In time of trouble. My God is an on time, in time God who never fails nor is discouraged. My God is a God who will always, always work. Somebody say always. 
You see, the God of Scripture is a God who is active and resident and high and lifted up and inhabiting eternity, yet at the same time counting the hairs of the head and watching the sparrows that fall to the ground. He is both imminent and transcendent, which means he is above all, and yet he is in us all. What an amazing principle to understand about God is that he is everywhere, but he is also right here. And where he is right here, he is very conscious of who I am. He is not simply a watcher in my life. God is an active player. He's not a spectator, but God is a participant in my life. And some of you need to make yourself aware that God is working even now. Hallelujah. I don't care what your doctor said. I don't care what your job said. I don't care what the future saying. I don't care what the economic markets are saying. What I am saying is that according to the word, God is still operational in this world. And it has not left his control at this moment. And God knows exactly where I am and what I need. Amen. As a matter of fact, he is the decisive factor in all of life. And you need to believe that today. My father worketh even until now. As a matter of fact, he doesn't just work. He is working always. Amen. The devil may be working, but I've got news for you. So is God. And however hard the devil may be working, God is working that much harder. Amen. God's promise is that he will affect the outcome of my situation. He will influence. He will make something happen. He will open a door. He will change the situation. He will move things that need to be moved. He will speak when a word needs to be heard. He will exert his power when his power is needed. He is the power that will influence the outcome of your life right now, today, this Sunday morning, and you need to believe that. And some of you are convinced that your problems are just too great. And I'm here to tell you that they are not too great for my God. Amen. You see, God is still a force to be reckoned with. And you know what I love about the word worketh is that from the original Greek, it indicates a commitment that God is committed to me. God is committed to work in my behalf. God is not just a God who can do things, but he is a God who will do things in my behalf because he is committed to me. Now, some of us can't believe that God, he wants us to be committed to him, but I have news for you. God said, I am committed to not stepping aside. I am committed to working my way through. I am committed to staying involved. If you can only open your eyes and realize that I am here right now and let me become what I am, your God, who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that you ask or think, God is in control right now. 
He is my hope today. That no matter what my situation may be, God isn't on leave. Amen. Isn't that awesome? God's not on leave. He didn't check out. Some of you may have been checked out when you came in, but God was checked in. And he's trying to get you to check in. Yeah, he's trying to get you to wake up and realize, hey, God hasn't forgotten me. God hasn't abandoned me. God hasn't lost my address. He's still working. I just, I may not see it, but God is still working right now. You see, the thing was that the the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they believed in a God who created a world in six days. And on the seventh day, he rested from all of his acts. And in that rest, they carried it over to mean everything about God. But what they failed to understand is that though he quit creating, he did not stop caring. He did not stop governing. He did not stop working. He did not stop moving. He did not stop preserving. He did not stop doing what he was, and that was God. Be the God that he was. He carried on, even though creation may have been completed. His work was not over. And now, even today, though some things may seem to be over, God said, oh, no, that you, you misunderstand. Maybe that part's over, but I'm still involved, and I'm still working, and as long as I'm available, you have hope. Amen. And so, in this respect, there are no holidays with God. Amen. Nothing, nothing Nothing is beyond his ability. He is constantly working. I wish you could say that with me. While you were asleep last night, he was awake. He was watching over the night. While you were dreaming, God was preparing. He was storing up for this day and for the week that's coming. Everything that you are going to need to get you through, God was governing. God was supporting all things by the power of his will. He was upholding all things. While you were unaware that a world even existed last night, God's hand was holding holding all things together. And while you are falling apart, God is still holding it together because that's the kind of God he is. He is working even now. Amen. He has not taken a Sabbath. You may take a Sabbath, but he's not taken a Sabbath. He's healing today. He's redeeming today. He is continually trying to restore and repair and refresh and renew because he's working. He's working. He's working. It would do all of us good this morning to understand and realize afresh that God is still operating. God is still moving. God is still orchestrating. God is still working out his plan in my life. Amen. The trouble with so many of us is that we allow the tangible and the visible powers of our world to engross our attention and we lose sight of that world in which he operates. Amen. 
They said that Napoleon was one of the greatest military leaders of his time. According to history, at his nod, kings were made and unmade. Yet he was defeated at the end, but not by an army of men, but by nature itself that God had created. His armies were subdued not by guns and cannons, but by the elements that God had created. And this was what he said. I have planned for everything but God. God Almighty has been too much for me. How could he say that? Because God is an ever-present, always working God. And though you may not be aware of it, God's already in your tomorrow. God's already in your job situation. He's already in the future. He's already working out the plan. He's already putting the pieces together. He's already orchestrating what's going to be needed for your life. And if you can wake up and realize God is doing that right now in my behalf. Hallelujah. Praise God. Even now, somebody say that over your problem. Even now, God is working. Even now, God is moving. God is working. God is, he's, he's managing. He's, he's, he's orchestrating. God is speaking. He's doing things that we cannot even comprehend. Amen. Even now, you ought to say that over your problems right now. Even now. Even now he works. Even now, right now, while you're sitting in this service and your mind's occupied with something else, God is already ahead of you. He's, he's already out there where your, your mind's been trying to go, but you can't get there because you don't know how to deal with that. But God's, He's eternal. He's already there. There's no surprise with God. Amen. Somebody could say that over your pain right now. Even now, God's working. If you could say that over what perplexes you, even now, God's working. He's going to work it out. Whatever is at work in our midst that is against us, you can be sure that he is at work for us. Amen. I realize the devil is an unceasingly busy person or whatever being, entity, not person, but entity. But all of his hosts that are actively working this morning cannot undo the one thing that God chooses to do. We are surrounded by broken and ruined and shamed lives. And the devil takes credit for a lot of that. But even in the midst of their brokenness, God is working. There are backsliders that don't even know it right now. But God is already preparing 
the future so that their path will be directed back to his house. He's already orchestrating and putting in place. God is working right now. This is my hope today. This is the reason that I preach to you today is that God is still working. I don't care what your circumstances are saying to you. God is still. If I didn't believe that, I would close my Bible and walk out of this pulpit. But I am here today because I know that God is working and he will continue to work. Amen. When I got to looking at this text earlier, I love to just go through and read different translations. And when I started reading through all the translations, the more I read, the more I got inspired. Even until now. One translator said, one translator said, never stops. He never stops. He never stops. He never stops. He never stops. One translator read it like this. Always working. Always working. One said is still working. Another said working straight through the holidays. Ah, uh, you thought you was going to have to wait until Monday come or Tuesday. Get past all of this before God could answer your prayer. I'm here to tell you right now, he can answer your prayer right now because God's working right now. Hallelujah. One translator said he is working every day. All day. Every day, all day, every day, all day, every day, all day, every day. The reason you're here today is because God's been working. You say, well, I thought my problem. No, your problem was just a tool that God was using to get you where you are so he could talk to you and tell you that I'm your answer. I'm the help that you need. I'm the strength that will give you life. I'm your hope for tomorrow. I'm everything that you need. Amen. Amen. He's working. Somebody say he's working. That's what you felt earlier when God began to move in this place when we were worshiping. He's working. He's working. Now, I know what you see. You see a sickness. You see a job issue. You see a financial problem. You see a family trouble. You see a personal crisis. You see uh, all, all of the things that say it can't be and in in in. In the background of all of that, there's a God who stands, who is still working, still working. The reason that we are here this morning, the reason that I am here this morning is because he has not stopped working. Amen. I would have given up a long time ago, but he proved to me over and over and over again Every day I'm working. I never stop working. I never quit. I never give up. I never turn back. I will not fail straight through holidays, weekends, nights. It doesn't matter when the time is. If you'll just wake up and realize God is here right now. 
God's here to help me. What is he here for? He's not here to beat me down and condemn me. He's here to help me. And if I'll just cry out to him, he will answer me. Come on, stand to your feet right now. Let's praise him together. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Even now, even now, even now, even now. Amen. Mary and Martha had already put their brother away in a tomb. They had already just marked that that page done in their life. Turn the page. Amen. But two words shifted that whole situation. Go read it in the book of John. Even now, he can live. Even now. I don't know what you've locked away as impossible. I, I don't know what's happened in your life that you just marked off as irreparable. But even now, God is working. Even now, God is standing right near you. He, his hand is on you right now. His spirit is drawing you right now. His voice is calling to you right now. Come on. Come on, draw near to me. Draw near to me. Come close to me. And if you'll come close to me, draw nigh unto God and he will draw nigh unto thee. There's a magnetism that takes place. There's an uplift. If you just begin to lift up his name, he will begin to lift you up. Come on, gather Gather with me right now, church family. Would you do that? Just come very quickly. I'm not going to... Oh, Lord, help us right now. In this place, Lord, in this hour, in this moment of crisis, you're the ever-present God. You're the healer. You're the deliverer. You're the voice that speaks in the wilderness.